Audible presents a must-hear article from the pages of Harvard Business Review. When you're finished listening, be sure to go to audible.com and enter Harvard Business Review in the search box. You'll find our extensive HBR archive and learn how to subscribe to our monthly audio edition. Now, in digital physical mashups, Daryl K. Rigby, a partner in the Boston office of Bain & Company, writes about how consumers see the real and virtual world as one, and so should your company. In the early days of the digital revolution, many leaders of established companies did their best to ignore the upheaval, convinced that the threat from new technologies wouldn't ever amount to much. As that premise faltered, many flipped in their thinking, concluding that digital would inexorably destroy their positions. To survive, it seemed, they'd have to stop throwing money at the old businesses, salvage what they could, and launch independent digital ventures. The existing units probably wouldn't survive, but disruptive digital businesses could replace the zombies in a company's portfolio. Both views proved misguided. The failure of the first hardly needs elaboration. No company can safely ignore the changes wrought by digital technologies. The failure of the second may be less obvious, but is now well documented. Companies that milked existing businesses while betting on independent digital startups that had no competitive advantages usually wound up discarding decades' worth of physical assets and gambling away millions in real value. Sears Holdings may be the poster child for this kind of miscalculation. Underinvesting in its stores while pouring resources into online ventures, it has suffered a 75% decline in stock price over the past seven years. Similar examples crop up in many industries. The central problem with either extreme is that it fails to account for how customers have changed. They now weave their digital and physical worlds so tightly together that they can't fathom why companies haven't done the same. Let me relate a personal anecdote that illustrates the problem. Last December, my daughter Stacy wanted to buy the Just Dance 4 video game for her little girl. She found it on a major retailer's website for $29.97. To be on the safe side, Christmas was approaching, she decided to go to the retailer's local store and pick it up. There, however, it was selling for $47.97, a 60% markup. She was surprised, but she remembered the company's price-matching guarantee, so she asked for the online price. No dice, said the cashier. The guarantee applied only to competitors' prices. Wait, Stacy said. I can buy this game online and have it shipped to the store free, right? The cashier agreed, but cautioned that it might take several days. My daughter replied, But it's on your shelf now.